It's a lot of fun. Keep it fun. Hello, everybody. Welcome for to the UK. <laughs> We're so <laughs> busy. Do you remember Bubalicious? <laughs> Watch out for the liquid. Do you remember that? That was fun. Bubalicious. Uh, yeah. how, how, how did they get away with that? How did oh, they not, are they still? Can you get them anymore? Bubalicious? Yeah. I don't know. Watch out for the liquid. Amazing. Watch out for the liquid, yeah. <laughs> the white. That's like the milk ads. The white stuff. Are you made of it? From it? Of it? I don't know. Um, we're talking quick snap. Oh, quick snaps. Oh, oh. Sorry, almost forgot. Are you doing it? Are you doing it? Are you doing it? Yeah. Quick snapage for your big oh, package. Uh, I just want to reiterate that's yeah. not the tagline. That's, that's also the French for um, but don't don't look it up. Package, obviously. Uh, Bengals. Before we get to Bengals, Daryl, I think we need to address um some of these trade rooms. The elephant. The I'll... elephant in the room. Yeah, go for it. No, I'll... listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna put on my stopwatch and time you because you tell you go off on one now yeah. and we won't hear from you again. Yeah, it's supposed to be ten minutes. It's not gonna yeah. be right. Just, you'll spend fifteen minutes on a rant. Just if... take a breath. Just say just the name. Say the name, Daryl. If you say the name of the part, Stefan Gilmore. Oh! Go. Okay, look, come here to me, you. I, I put it out on, um, this is, I just peeked off the charts here. None of this is probably usable. Um, look, I'm so annoyed, right? The Stefan Gilmore thing, he was likely always going to the Panthers. Darryl. First off, that's his home. Um, second off, we can't afford him anyway, right? So his salary mm-hmm. was like, oh, 7 million. You know, they're going to pick up 1.6. So if you get that down, it's going to be 5 million and we've 7 million in caps. Oh. We get. It's just going, just shut your tits. I mean, look, they can't afford him. And the problem is, is you get him you also have to pay his long-term contract because once you go and, and trade a player, you have to come with, to terms with that player at the same time. So if you say to Stefan Gilmore, because these weirdos keep thinking that, oh, you know, you can get him in, you just get him for rent for a year. Is that what he wanted? Uh, what did, the, mm, what did yeah. the Panthers give him? What are the terms of their contract? Can we actually afford him? The answer to that is no. We're 40 million. The panties. The panties. But we're 40 million over the cap next year already. So there's probably going to be a mass exodus of people. And all these restructured contracts, we can't. We can't restructure anything else. That's the whole point. It's just not that. And I love an L contract, as you know. Yeah. I'm very partial to a contract. Oh, you're mad for it. That whole consideration and uh, all that oh. stuff. Oh, he loves it. Um, but look, oh. it's just, it's so nonsensical, Daryl. And that's the thing is that I went out, it didn't go at a guy, but I put it out saying we can't afford it. That's why, because the salary cap is a thing. And then also like, mm. as if these players are completely like unhuman and you can just go, well, well, well. It's, like, it's honestly like saying, Cindy Crawford is single. I'm also single. There's a millionaire over there who can give her everything is also single. But she should be with me. And if I don't get her, it's my fault because I am also single and I have enough money to pay for a chip butty. You know, it's it's so ludicrous to think that. And we can't fit it under the salary cap anyway. And there's long-term no, commitments. No. But your mom was saying to me, oh yeah, what does it matter about what the Panthers contract terms were? I said, because that's what he chose. <sighs> Yeah, I don't get what it. He's gonna want. I don't get it. Anyway, Jalen Smith, happy, very happy. One year deal. Mm. Happy days. It also does mean poor Chris Barnes um, is probably likely to get replaced uh, at that point. But I, but one year deal is a bit of a steal. I'll take him. <laughs> Ryman. Yeah, <laughs> look, we'll get on to the Bengals, but I, I think it's great. You know what's really annoyed me too about this whole type of thing, and maybe I'm pontificating a bit too much here, but it's just I hate the way uh, Smith has just become this shitty meme. It's just this meme of him jumping for the ball. Like, has he regressed 
Absolutely. Is he the player that everyone expected him to be coming out of college? No, but then he wasn't expected to land on any team because of that catastrophic MCL and ACL injury yeah, yeah. that he got. Um, but this is yeah. a guy who, if you listen to all the sound, who's the guy? Here's the, the sound bites are, this is the best player in the draft. Uh, you know, this was sort of a worldy, this guy. Um, and we've ended up landing him. Now, I don't know, is there an official announcement yet at the time of recording? I don't, I don't think, there actually is, think so, no. I mean, no. it looks like it's going to be a one-year deal. It's great, ex-Cowboys, going to replace Chris Barnes. All we like is a bit of depth. We love a bit of depth on this show. Well, look, all we need is, we don't need him to do it all. Like, you're not getting this guy in no. to, to have him be sort of the, the keystone no. of your defense. It's not. It's going to be complimentary cover. to Campbell. or Cover, coming, cover, cover. Yeah, and coming yeah. in as well, Daryl, in certain packages and stuff. But he has the like, he has the potential, possibly, to be a devilishly good player. However, the mm. guy's a ray of sunshine. Um, you know, not that that matters if you're if you're playing. I'm not saying that. I'm not sort of like, oh, well, I like the guy, so it's going, it's all okay. Like he's human. I'm not saying that, but I just hate someone's life and legacy being reduced to some crap meme by some casual who hasn't looked into it. Do I know a whole lot about Jalen Smith? No. Like, but Do you know, what I have well, the other thing is, I'm I'm just glad that you know all the things I did in my stupid youth. None of that is made into the internet or onto a meme that I know of. Oh. I tell you, I was speaking to a professional footballer from back in the day and he said it is an absolute blessing that they didn't mm. have this Twitter and Instagrams and text messages and s- screenshots and Snapchats and all this because everyone else's career would be ruined. This sort of... Oh, yeah. This pandering to perfection and this sort of... Like, no one's perfect. Everyone's human. We all make human mistakes. You know, it's like that guy says, you've already done the thing that will ruin you. So, you know, that's just how yeah. it is. But look... Uh, has his play regressed? Yes. Is he expected to be a world beater? No. Is the expectations low? Uh, happily, yes, I guess, to a degree. Yeah, yeah. And he could come in and yeah. play a real role. It's these type of additions, Daryl, that could actually play the difference between, you know, making the, the big show or not. Um, so that's it's a real thing. value add. And, and especially with injuries, which we'll touch on later on, um, yeah. it, it doesn't do any harm to have a guy like of his caliber sitting there. I mean, why not have him? Uh, mm. I see that as well Jay Sternberger is after signing in Washington so there's Jace uh, bedded down again so I'm happy for him yeah a guy who was said he was struggling with his mental health and now was landed on the team so it's great it didn't work out for the Packers yep. um, you know those work ethic things nope. sort of but that's not to in say on that, but. but that is not to say it's not going to work elsewhere for him so yeah fair play fair Jace to all the best that's the thing. Here, now let's Bengals tr- I'll tell you what before that do you know know what we have to try and normalise with some fans is that it's okay to be positive about your team and about some players not everything has to be crap right I know that's so left field but um, you know let's try and normalise that yeah Bengals right kick us off there bro what what are we looking at here well well, you know you start putting down the stats and you put it on paper Mm. it all looks just put it on paper and don't think about it right Packers 3-1 top of the NFC North Bengals 3-1 top of the AFC North yeah but that's where it ends, I think, to be very honest. If <laughs> yeah. you look at... Now, to be, no one is more surprised how the Bengals are playing than the Bengals themselves. Let's just put that out there. And look at Zach Taylor. And I know him and LaFleur are teammates uh, under Sean McVay in LA at that time. They're obviously... They're, again, they're of the same sort of ilk. But Zach Taylor has been under the ringer. If you look... I mean, his job is probably still not safe looking at the, the media reports. It's the first time they've been 3 one since... 2016 they've won nine games in two years under Taylor and three of them were this season so no one is as surprised as how the well the Bengals are playing other than themselves yeah so I think Zach that's an interesting take on this that Zach is probably still under pressure and if you look at their their wins at the end they don't really make much sense week one they beat the Vikes Mm. whoop-de-doo then they lose to the Bears in Soldier Field by three points then they beat the Steelers 
and then they beat the Jags. So on paper, they look like, hey, they're not too bad. Joe Burrow is playing quite well. He's the AFC Offensive Player of the Week. He looks like he's cooking. But, and here's the big but. The analysis I was looking at, big but. Yeah. yeah. The analysis I was looking at is, look at the quarterbacks they faced. Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, poor old Big Ben. Yeah. And if you look at the film, so Packers now, we're, we're four games in. This is the fifth game. There's a lot of stuff on film. So everything the Bengals have managed to do as a result of their defense coach from Arumu and then look at their offensive coach in, in Brian Callahan, everything they have been doing with that team is now on tape. So I really don't think the Packers are going to have too much trouble unpicking this sort of stuff. That they won't Put it this way, they won't be able to pull in their surprising plays that they were able to pull out against the Steelers in particular and then even the Jags. Yeah. Yeah, agree. Look, it's the same. It's the same as me. I think the the Bengals are, uh, you know, that three and one thing is an absolute embarrassment for them in the sense yeah. that you know they face some pretty bad opposition. Now we did say on the last pod, it's very early to be like, oh well, they're playing teams in a losing season. The Steelers turned out that that win against the Steelers was massive for them because big rivalry there. They hadn't beaten them in X amount of years and blah blah blah. And it turns out that the Steelers are just a little bit crap. Uh, but when you look at mm-hmm. it um, and you sort of break it down, and again, I've been sort of in the dark recess of the internet looking at all things begals um, and podcasts and all that kind of stuff. I hope you, I hope you clear your internet history. I mean, imagine if oh. someone found that. That'd oh. be really embarrassing. I oh, know. That'd be so embarrassing. I oh, know. Yeah. Just lie and pretend I'm looking at you know drugs or something like that yeah um, yeah. yeah. What, what this comes down to for me is is you have to look behind the numbers uh, in a bit and you know look they've only scored 7 points in the first quarter so they've been terrible in the first quarter they've been bad in the fourth quarter so the key to this win would be to build up a lead early and make them one dimensional on top of that then you sort of try to take away their run game that's what you do if you went up early Joe Mixon is out with a sprained ankle yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know uh, yeah, because this whole thing about Joe Burrow, he's doing great and all that, and his his chemistry with Jamar Chase is is something to behold, and that is yeah. legit and that is real, and he is a real weapon. But as I said, he come up against weak opponents. They've been crap in the first quarter, crap in the fourth quarter, and also their their game time sort of gameplay decisions have been really weird. You know, they've mm. struggled on first down, which means that they've struggled on second down. They have these like second and long, second and sixteen, for instance, in one of the games, and they went to uh, run the ball. They make these real boneheaded, weird decisions on second down, which ends up they've. Won one of the worst second down conversion uh, rates in the in the NFL in the sense of actually getting some meaningful yards and that leads to crappy third and longs and then they end up getting dumped out and, and off the field and you look at that sort of Jags game and they have one of the worst defenses in the NFL and you expect the Packers mm. to be able to do sort of a better number on them so does that to sort of contend with too I, I think it kind of comes down to something really simple here is the fact that we have to outscore them it helps that their O-line is young and naive and stuff like that but where they will give us maybe some hassle and not that it's going to be a walkover by any means but I see some podcasts sort of quoting that there'll only be two points in and there'll be a high scoring game uh, they haven't scored over 30 points this season No, the Packers have been no. up around that so you'd imagine that A outscore them B run up the score nice and early on top of that their O-line isn't great now their defence is 5th in DVOA which is meaningful mm. in the sense that right, you can come up against a bad team, but when you sort of make all those adjustments for the strength of schedules and all that kind of stuff, um, and they're good on run D, which is the only real crux for me. So if they're good on run defense and they shut down the Packers play action, 
uh, well then that's going to be a problem however one glorious thing is, is where they've actually struggled is uh, is on pre-snap motion and disguised plays which is the Packers bread and butter stuff here so if it can rip off some of that Daryl we're going to get some purchase in my eyes I think so yeah and again I, I don't want to keep harping on about this but I thought it was a really interesting point all the criticism that Zach Taylor's been getting a lot of it is based on the fact that he doesn't have a clue what he's talking about he shouldn't be making offensive calls because he, he comes from being a quarterback coach what would he know about the offense what would he know about the defense there's probably something to be said there i think there probably is something to be said um i suppose it's very similar to my view in in rugby where you know should a captain now it's slightly different but i'm getting my point is should a captain in rugby be a forward or a back i always think it should probably be a forward because they're the ones that are on the cut they're on the mm. you know they're right on the line they're the ones that need to make the calls the defense is sitting you know if you look at say similarly to in rugby if you look at that all the backs are sitting behind the forwards you know they aren't they aren't in the trenches so it's one of those things of does and maybe the jury's out on this but does someone who doesn't have any background in defense or offense coaching you know if you've just quote you've just coached quarterbacks your entire career you know are you best placed to sit in the head coach role i don't know yeah i don't know i don't now the other thing the other thing to say about that is Mourinho never kicked the ball really if yeah. you think about that and he makes an amazing coach so you know i don't know i don't know if the, i don't know if the criticism is warranted but let's face it i still think zach taylor's under pressure will that have something to will, will that because let's face it everyone's going to point to this and go well you, you beat the vikes big whoop you know oh you got beaten by the bears but they're cra- you know they're crap that's terrible you beat the steelers they're crap you beat the jags they're crap mm. you can't beat a good team like the packers and i think the pressure is going to heap on taylor it's already on him but i think he's really in a hot seat um if the packers turn him over yeah i mean it's bad yeah because look on all of the sort of podcasts that i've listened to the Bengals are, are legitimately scared because they say this is the first time we're going to come up against a contender this is the game mm. for the Bengals where they're trying to prove they're legit and i guess the team could be dangerous with that now aaron Rodgers was on the pat mcafee show and he was talking about pressure and what can they do to a you know a veteran quarterback to try confuse him and we always confuse that it's just pressure in the trenches it's pressure up front and you sort mm-hmm. of you know bull rush up the middle and all of a sudden he's he's sixes and sevens mate uh, but he said it's not it's it's the inventiveness with the linebackers it's disguising yeah. plays it's bringing down dbs and the bengals like to play these three safety looks and um, so it'll be interesting to see if they are good against the run and they also play these sort of confusing stuff in the backfield well then will that put pressure on rogers not in the conventional way but it's this game sort of points towards the fact that they're trying to protect Burrow uh, because of those mm. injuries and all this kind of stuff and he's still not really back up to strength they're not really no. risking him uh, so again here's a guy who's likely to see ghosts so this is going to be a little dinky dunky mismatchy style game uh, where yeah. they're going to just... be a bit of a niggly game yeah. I don't think it's going to be good to watch I think it's going to be quite niggly but if we stick to our game plan get that ball out quick yeah. especially in the first quarter when the Bengals are at sixes and sevens made oh, get I it know. out get the ball out quick score some things but paul brown stadium really interesting isn't it paul brown like what a legend of like firstly the browns are named after him Mm. then he has a stadium named after him in cincinnati obviously and then he you know obviously has something to do with setting up the bengals but talk about putting dropping your name everywhere come on paul oh yeah selling his wild oats with his big because yeah. I mean the thing is is like Paul Brown you can sort of trace a lot of stuff back from the coaching tree to, to Paul Brown because mm-hmm. they're always doing it like that and then they go back to like Smithy McSmith you know back in 1774 before the game was even done there's two interesting things about this game though for me Daryl is that Rogers has spoken about how weird things always happen in Cincy in the sense that he throws interceptions or odd stuff so if he has a bit of that voodoo uh, in his mind then that might be a problem and then also interestingly enough they've got a, a sort of a run of early 
early games now and he says that that's weird yeah. for players we don't think about it we sort of think who cares just you know yeah true actually. entertain yeah. me uh, but for them they have to get up early they're playing you know a, a 12 o'clock game over there so it's a really weird vibe that they have to be up and at it and when the packers go to a warm climb um, and they have to perform uh, you know you do get concerns about that so this could be inexplicably lost but on paper as you say the similarities are quite uh, few and far between apart from the fact that they topped their divisions Darrell, the Packers should come away with this also go on if the Bengals can keep control of their fans and let's not have another Greg Gall incident like in 2005 because every time the Packers play and especially when you look at it this is only the second time that they've actually went to Paul Brown Stadium since that incident in 2005 Greg Gall snatching the ball out of Favre's hand and running around the pitch you should rewatch the video actually it's very funny because they keep going back they interviewed him there recently enough uh, because again this poor chap every time they play the Packers this comes up but uh, it's pretty funny pretty funny story rewatch the clip actually because he gets absolutely slammed uh, by one of the stewards who's obviously ex I think it was Ohio State I can't remember <laughs> but anyway he gets slammed by him you just see it's like a cartoon you just see him getting absolutely dumped on the ground and you just see the cap flying off his head and then like slowly falling down <laughs> onto the ground it's very with funny he, with his head attached that's the thing I mean he was looking yeah. at a promising career there maybe being brought on for the Packers to play D and then that happened and uh, you know you just you yeah. gotta wrap up you gotta wrap up you know don't yeah. lose the head just sort it out mate sort it out but there we go uh, Patreon raffle by the way is being done this weekend so that should be fine and dandy some great prizes Am I in it? Am I in it? They're definitely not in it. You know that where they go, oh, friends and family members cannot be involved. Even if you paid premium Patreon, I think I'd have to just kick your arse out because there was an awful shambles that went on with you trying to steal the win there a couple of weeks ago. So He is at Daryl J. O'Brien. I'm at Steedy the NFL. The group is at UK Packers. Enjoy the game, sports fans. Enjoy the game, sports fans. We'll be with you on game day as usual, nice and early, which is great, Daryl. And we have the London games as well. So we'll be tweeting out the hotspots. Uh, for that game the weekend and where you can go and watch our game and go to the other game and all this kind of fun stuff but enjoy it let's send us in plenty of pics and until uh, the game and after the game let's go pack on goodbye